Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here, to trap inside a magic studio, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We do have to start the show off with a really serious situation that's going on right now. We found out about this yesterday afternoon, and uh, it has to do with a lost submersible that had planned on going down to look at the wreck of the Titanic. Yeah, so this is clearly the story that I think anybody who is plugged in and paying attention to the day's news has been focused on since we first learned Sunday that this submersible headed towards the wreckage of the Titanic tens of thousands of feet, or what is it, like 10, 13,500 feet. Many, many feet under the sea with five people on board, went missing just about an hour and a half into its journey to the bottom of the ocean on Sunday. And of course, uh, everybody has been praying and hoping hoping since that that submersible and those five people would be found safe. We have no word uh, yet as to the fate uh, or the whereabouts of that submersible. But there are, in the meantime... Uh, massive amounts of support and an effort underway to recover that submersible, to find them. And as each hour passes, we learn more and more about it. But frankly, for those of us who've been following the story, we're left with a lot of questions Mm -hmm. and thankfully a lot of answers as well. I'm sure, Dawn, I know, you know, as somebody who is completely freaked out by deep water, this has got to be a terrifying mm. story for you, as it yeah. would be anyone. But you know. Yeah, I actually had to, uh, I couldn't sleep last night. You know, this isn't about me, but, you know, I kind of couldn't got, sleep last I night. couldn't sleep because I started reading last night. I oh, did like a two hour thing about just trying to learn about what's going on and also obsessively watching the updates. And, um, but Anyway, I just my heart is just breaking. Yeah, I'm I I cannot. I'm just praying and praying that they will find them. Well, I think, like I said, a lot of people have questions about what happened. And in the absence of information, a lot of times we're like, well, why would these people go down there anyway? And all this for what? It's a billionaire. Who cares? Like, seriously, there's a lot of all that. But, you know, if you wade through that, there's actually some very fascinating information that you'll learn. And I, you know, showed up to the story like, okay, let me understand what's really at stake here. What actually happened and who's on board and who's on board and we can talk about all the the five people that are on board as well but 
what is likely to have happened. And I, as I was trolling through the information yesterday, I came across, actually, this was this morning that I found this clip, uh, across a reporter by the name of David Pogue, who actually, I think it was last year, was on board the submersible. And so he knows probably firsthand more than yes. anyone what is likely to have happened mm. after the submersible lost contact. So let's listen. And it's a, it's a little over a minute. So this is a longer clip. But this is journalist David Pogue talking about the possible scenarios of what is likely to have happened to the Titan submersible. What do you think happened here? Uh, from having been in it um, and having experienced it, and you talk about the mechanical issues, what's your, I know it's purely a guess, but what well, is your best no, guess? I can, I can tell you exactly. There's only a few possibilities. So this thing has seven different ways to return to the surface, different ways of releasing ballast or inflating air balloons or using the propellers. So there's backups of backups of backups. So if it is not at the surface, then only one of two things could have happened. Either it snagged on something, like a big fishing net or even part of the Titanic, or there was a leak, in which case it would implode instantly and it's over. So if you want to look optimistically at it, they lost power, but they have three more days of air and they're bobbing on the surface somewhere and we just can't find them because they don't have power. Yeah, if I found it interesting that the that the Coast Guard there basically said this is a two-pronged search. One, potentially two and a half miles uh, beneath the sea, or two, maybe somewhere at the top. And this area is so remote, it, it's possible. But one, one problem with what the Coast Guard said was there's only three operating subs in the world that can go to that depth. Okay, so even if they find our sub with the ping, with the sonar, there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. There's no way to bring it back to the surface. There's no way to let them escape. That the hatch, by the way, is sealed with 17 bolts from the outside. So there's no way to escape when you're inside to get out without a crew on the outside letting you out. That is such a stark, but yet clear and straightforward understanding of what's at stake. And I think that it's important to hear that directly from someone who has firsthand knowledge of how yes. this works because it put it into perspective if they were at the bottom of the seafloor it is not possible currently with another manned submersible to retrieve them right whether or not there is something robotic that can retrieve them is a different story but the other thing i found fascinating about the information that the journalist here his name is david pogue talks about is that even if they were to to rise to the surface, which there are all these backups he talked about, essentially they want this thing. I was listening that even the weights at some point, I think it was the weights, there's some piece of the technology that will dissolve after a certain period of time such that the submersible, will, submersible would just automatically begin to rise. So it's mm. just designed through all of these backups to get to the surface. But even if it does get to the surface, remember that, as he said, the you can't the capsule, crack a window. The capsule is bolted from the outside. So it is likely, or it is not likely, it is possible that they could be bobbing on the surface and not able to get out because, again, it would require somebody from the outside to unbolt them, which is just so terrifying to think that um, because if you, what that then puts into clear relief is 
it is very hard to see things at the surface of the ocean that far out without, you know, things being very close by. And it's almost like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. So and it is then terrifying. Once you see, let's say you find out where it is on the surface, it you you mentioned before the show that it could take days to get there because well, it's not the, as simple as just like there they are. Let's get a helicopter and hover above it and lift it up. That's not the way it works. So France apparently just announced this morning that they're sending uh, they're sending a piece of equipment out to search, but that piece of equipment has to go from France to Halifax and then from Halifax out into the ocean, sail to the spot, and then it's going to take hours to get down. So so this is not something immediate that can be done. The other piece of this just gripping story, and I find it to be terribly gripping. I know a lot of people do because if you go anywhere on social media, you're not going to scroll very far through your feed before you see people having thoughts and mm-hmm. opinions about this. Um, the other thing I think that many of us are struck with is what must it be like inside like what is it like in this capsule you may have heard things like you know there's uh, a bathroom you know because you just think about all those little things like right is there a bathroom is there water is there oxygen like what's it actually like inside this capsule which by all accounts is one of a kind and kind of been put together in a way that's not perhaps as you know space age as you think yeah um I want you to hear again, this is from another uh, interview that the journalist David Pogue did about what it was like or what it is like inside that Titan capsule that is currently missing in the North Atlantic that was headed for uh, the wreck of the Titanic. Let's have a listen. Uh, It's about the size of a minivan, but it's a cylinder, so it holds five people. There's no chairs, there's no couches, you're sitting on the floor with your back against the curved sides. Um, As I'm sure you've heard, there's four days worth of air. There's three different systems. There's the, as your previous guest referred to, there's a scrubber, the same ones they have in spacecraft that converts the carbon dioxide you breathe out back into oxygen. If that fails, there are these, they look like fly strips, you hang them from the ceiling, that they're backup scrubbers. And if that fails, they have scuba tanks, oxygen tanks, mm-hmm. under the floor of this thing that you can pull out. But there's there's no food and water apart from the one sandwich and the one water bottle you bring with you. Uh, all there is by way of a toilet is basically a big Ziploc bag. Oh, I mean, this was not prepared or meant to be used for any length of time, this capsule. So you just, I mean, this is it's just... A terrifying, terrifying reality. Yeah, it really is. And and you have information they didn't release. I know that the family of the billionaire said, yeah, he's on. But you have more information about who's actually in the sub. Yeah, there are five people. And I actually, if you've been fascinated by this story, you want to follow the news reports as they come in real time. There are two places I would recommend. And um, we can post links to those on our show page. One is the BBC uh, website has a live feed that's doing, you know, bit by bit. Uh, I can tell you the most recent entry from just two minutes ago said mm-hmm. that uh, the head of this operation commenced a remotely operated vehicle dive to the last known location of the sub. The current uh, vehicle at the site has a camera on board. 
And um, anyway, so you can follow in sort of real time, but they also address a bunch of questions. So if you've got lots of questions about what's actually going on, Mm -hmm. you'll find lots of answers there. There's also one in the New York Times, and that's uh, the New York Times uh, live feed also has a full just description of each of the people that's on board, including you referenced uh, a bit. Well, there's uh, there are a couple of very, very wealthy individuals, but one is a prominent businessman and his son, a British businessman by the name of Shazada Dawood and his son Suleiman are both aboard that vessel. Um, and you can read about why they are there. I know it's easy to sort of say, like, why would anybody do this? Or yeah, why would you go to the... And it's really easy to, to to think that way. But think about all of the places people go to connect with history. And if you are a very, very wealthy individual, that cost is not going to seem prohibitive to you to pay, you know, what, $250,000. Right. And this individual has been on the Blue Origin rocket as well. Well, that is actually uh, uh, Hamish Harding, right? The yeah. The other guy, not the um, not the businessman and his son. Oh, okay. Well, yesterday it was reported that that's who it was in there, but that might not have been true. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, no, I was just trying to find the post with all of the people that are that are listed on the on the sub. But that again is on the the New York Times, um, the New York Times piece. Yes, yes, I'll put all those on our show links. And um, I just want to thank you so much for getting in depth on this story and researching all of this for the listeners. Because well, it sounds like you did a lot yourself yesterday. Was there anything? It was more that you... like terror. Oh, because there wasn't as much information as there was today. So it was like doom scrolling for me. And so I have been terrified. And so thank you for getting the facts, because I'm not sure I could have gone in any more depth than I did, just because it is (laughs) uh, my worst nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and you imagine in this moment, um, lots of people you know, whether you're fascinated by this story or whether you're terrified because it's just, you know, I mean, I'm assuming a lot of people, let's be clear, like there are very few people who would be willing to put themselves in this small space. I mean, whether you're claustrophobic, whether you have a fear of water, whether you just have a fear of, you know, the all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Unknown. Like yeah. there are many reasons that most people, I think it's safe to say, would not probably want to put themselves uh, in this particular spot. Again, 
Um, thank you for putting up those links on our show page. And if you know anything develops, I know there was supposed to be a news conference that started just about the top of the hour. Mm-hmm. So if anything comes from that, we'll let you know. And it's Hamish Harding is that businessman who's got several Guinness World Records, who's been at the bottom of the ocean before in like several other places. He is the guy who uh, went to space, I think. And he's with, not in the sub. With, you know, yeah, he's, oh, he is in the sub. Yeah. Okay, okay. He, along with that his, businessman and his son, his son, along with a French uh, researcher oh. uh, and um, person who's like a Titanic expert, and then the the person actually piloting the, oh the sub. There's five total. You just all have to send good thoughts, you know. Absolutely. You do that. In the meantime, we've still got plenty of pop culture and entertainment to report on. And our good friend Mike has all the latest from Hollywood during a dirt alert. When we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Here's a little mini experience from Donna and Steve. More food hacks. Mathematically, one 18-inch pizza has more pizza than two 12-inch pizzas. Doesn't mean that it'll have more slices, but you will consume more pizza. You're getting more pizza. Uh, Okay. I don't want to follow up because I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) If there has ever been a phrase that exemplifies Donna. The Donna and Steve experience. Mornings 9 to noon and anytime, anywhere on the MyTalk website or app. Summer weather is here and you want to be outside uh, and enjoying things that you used to do, but maybe it's been more difficult for you this year for whatever reason. Livia wants to help you if you want to lose weight because they have doctor recommended programs that are just so successful with people. I have so many people ask me about Livia because I did uh, the program about five years ago, I lost 30 pounds and maintained my weight loss. So my message is, what are you waiting for? Just call them and start today. You're going to get eight weeks free when you mention me. And I know it's been rolling around in your head for a long time, but by the state fair or even the 4th of July, you could be down uh, 10 pounds in your first two weeks you can lose. So you're going to feel so much better. It's actually easier than any other program you've ever done. Trust me. So call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Tell them Don McLean sent you and you will get eight weeks free when you mention me or my talk. 681. This is a my talk dirt alert. And the latest in entertainment from Mike and the Dirt Alert. What's going on, Mike? Now we'll start it off with some big news uh, for Trevor Noah. Has he has signed on for a new Spotify weekly podcast series? Oh, cool. so we just you know heard about all that money that uh, Meghan Markle and uh, they've Prince got a few bucks laying around. Oh. They're like, where can we put this money? Exactly. And uh, he's going to be hosting. Of course, uh, Trevor Noah left as host of the Daily Show in late 2022. Uh, going to bring his comedic voice and original. Uh, content to Spotify for this weekly podcast. They are excited to add his signature humor, razor sharp wits, and his global perspective on uh, the hottest and most captivating topics of the moment. Ooh, okay. So there you go. So kind of like we said that it was because we dumped a bunch of people that were celebrities, but now we just added a celebrity. So yeah. sorry. One that they think will probably in turn make them money, yes. I imagine. Yes. Which to be fair, I feel like Trevor Noah, you know, is a mm, well-known totally uh, commodity when it comes to oh know, yeah like what essentially creating content. So I just feel like. 
that's probably a better investment long term for them. Oh, absolutely. Now, he yes. might not be making as much as some of these other big deals because while this is going to be a Spotify original, it is not going to have exclusivity to Spotify. Some of the other contracts they've secured, like Joe Rogan, Alex Cooper, Dak Shepard, those have exclusive distribution like deals with to Spotify. Them on Spotify. Exactly. This oh. one is not going to be that case, apparently. Well, and be on I, different platforms. If I. I, if I were to venture guess, I would imagine that's because Trevor Noah wants, you know, a wider audience. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And I guarantee he'd be able to get one without Mm -hmm. people having to go to Spotify. But who knows? And uh, this is a deep, we'll try to get into this, but this is uh, Jack Kirby's son, Neil Kirby, is speaking out about his father's contributions to the Marvel Universe. So there's a new documentary coming out about uh, comic book pioneer Stan Lee. Mm. And what Neil Kirby is coming out saying, this is through a post that uh, actually uh, the granddaughter of Jack Kirby posted. And it's basically just talking about the documentary that was shown at the Tribeca Film Festival and the one that's going to be premiering on Disney Plus on Friday is very good at saying Stanley is the creator of all when it comes to Marvel. And it doesn't go into the details about the contributions that co-creators made and a lot of people he bounced ideas off of, including Jack Kirby. Nobody's a genius in a vacuum. Exactly. So uh, he just went on and on to talk about the fact that, you know, his father was a huge part of creating Hulk, X-Men, Thor, all of these, but uh, the documentary and uh, really just kind of the legend that is Stan Lee makes it feel like, uh, no, it's just all him. Oh my gosh. You can understand though. His his father, Jack, uh, passed away in 94. So... Ooh. Well, thank you for that update, yeah. Mike. You uh, got any blind items over there? I certainly do. Yeah, fabulous. We're going to do a whole half hour of blind items on the other half of, or on the other side of this break here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. When we come back on My Talk one oh seven one. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's time to get into those juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. Blinded by the item. Yes, let's do it. And we're going to start things off with this one. It was nice of the Barely There celebrity from a family of Barely There celebrities to remind everyone that when she was a few months into being a teen, that is when she was asked out by the nearly 20-year-old illiterate boy bander. Oh. Did you say uh, illiterate boy bander? I did. Uh... Harry Hiles. Not <laughs> Harry Hiles. Uh, is it a Hadid? Uh, the first part is indeed a Hadid. It's indeed a Bella. Hadid. Bella Hadid. No. Uh, GG. Yes. GG. So, and then is it a one deer? No. Oh. Mm. So then it's a creepy old dude? <laughs> 98 degrees. Was he an old dude? Nope. Oh. Okay. So what other boy bands do we have? BTS. That's a K-pop band, so it's yeah, not I wouldn't know. too far away. Not a BTS. No, you definitely know the. Nope. Mm. But we definitely know this one. There it's, must be an obvious one we're not thinking of. Yeah. The boy band. Boy band. But they're. Is it born? Oh, born? They're, oh, they're Joe Jonas. You got there. Ew. I would call them a family band, <laughs> like the Partridge Family. <laughs> <laughs> They definitely I was are. Filling the blanks. Yeah, boy. So this Andy, is a but. story that's been around for a while, but she just reminded everybody about it as we got from this blind item. Uh, it's nice of uh, Gigi to remind everybody that she was only 13 years old when she was asked out on a date by the 19-year-old Joe Jonas. Oh God, oh, God. we knew that. Oh. 
We did. We talked about that. Uh, there's been stories about that this last December. Mm, it came up, gross. and even back in like 2015, which would have been yeah. I'm sure, that, Joe it, loves this. It came up at that point as well. So, yeah. ew. I don't. Oh. I don't think that's okay. Must have just blocked that out of my mind. I think so. It's so gross that we just didn't. For for those keeping track, his uh, wife, Sophie Turner, Mm -hmm. was 12 at that time. Okay. All right. Just for those keeping track. But not at the time that they met or started dating. No, of course not. No, no, no. Much older than that. So apparently he wanted to go to a baseball game. I'm sure he's just like, it's very just, we met, we're celebrities, just wanted to go to a baseball game with her or something, but still 13. That's, I don't know. That just seems weird do, to me, you know, right? You don't do that. Don't what do I know? Yikes. Mm. All right. You got another one I hope there. so. <laughs> to Ugh, yeah. Yuck. Uh, how about this one? This is just a... A good one. This foreign-born former A-list boy bander did record a track with his former bandmate. Oh, mm. is this like a Harry Styles? And Zane Malik? It is like exactly that. Oh, boy. I would love to hear this because that's they're my ex- two favorites. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, filling in the blanks here. Apparently, Zane and Harry got together to do a little recording, oh, which okay. is awesome. Are we hear about it? I don't know. Or is Soon, this just eventually. like two dudes hanging out? Mm. Oh, God. And he had a baby sure with Gigi. If... Right? Zane? Zane, yeah. 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 I'm sure if, uh, yeah, if Harry took time out of his very busy schedule to sit down and record, I'm sure we'll get it eventually. Yeah, you'd think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not just going to do that for nothing. Yeah. I th- For some reason, that just reminded me of a story I was reading about earlier today, which is a follow-up to a story about two other artists coming together to make a song. Remember Sam Smith and Madonna? Yes. Did you hear how that single essentially just crashed Flopped. and burned? It did. Like, it was a barely, barely a song. Yeah. I mean, it charted for like five seconds and mm-hmm. then disappeared. Yikes. I know. I heard about that. Womp womp. We were kind of excited about it. We tested it whenever we had the first, like the 15 no, was, seconds of his. And from what I've read and people have you know, said, like there was a kernel of something delicious there and then they just failed to deliver on it being a full song. So that's, you know, it's just a shame for Aww. both of them. Anyway, you got another blind item? I certainly do. Blinded by the I'll attempt to make this one have no affiliation at all with a Hadid. Oh, I mean, apparently it's, those first you know, two. It's they fine. Are common... Actually, I have another story about Hadid oh, coming up. Okay. Yeah, Sounds next good. hour. Tease. There we go. Yeah. Uh, this A-list actor really should be about B-list, but his fame keeps him artificially high on the list. He has an ex who is higher than him on the list. Our actor is hooking up with one of his children's best friends. Gross. Creepy. Oh. Okay. Uh, Creepy is uh, Entee's words. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mike, putting in a little <laughs> of his own personality. But um, it is creepy. Yeah. Okay, so he's really B-list, but his name gives him A-list recognition. Exactly. Is it like, it's not like a Rob Lowe situation. It is, is not. It? Okay. No. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, who is this? You said A minus. Uh, it, it's described as a. He's described as A minus list actor who should really probably be about B list, but oh. his fame and popularity just for I don't know pop culture reasons uh, keeps him there on or higher on the list. And remember, his ex is actually higher than he is on the list. Uh, so is, the ex is an A list actress. Is this Ashton Kutcher? That is not. Okay. That's his a good guess though. Ex is well. Uh, and this is somebody he's dating. 
He's apparently dating one Got of it. his children's best friends. Okay. And this is not the first it's blind not, we've heard okay. about this okay. Okay. situation. Okay, so we should know. <laughs> well, no, it, it's been months since it's come up. Um, that he's dating this person. And this name is one of those names that you heard a lot of in the uh, late 90s, oh. early 2000s, and then the name is just uh, hasn't really... Not like Charlie Sheen? Nope. Okay. Um, So he's um, not like... Movie actor? TV? Uh, A little bit of both, but uh, in the late 90s, uh, movie actor. I'm just Um, trying to think of who's single. That's hard right now. Okay. What kind (laughs) of uh, TV movie stuff? (laughs) Um, Trying to... Like comedy, uh, did action. a little, uh, did a little uh, soap opera early in life. Oh, oh, got to start in the soap, soap opera, opera world in the early nineties. Oh. oh, this should be relatively easy. Oh, who then is was this? in a teen kind of uh, classic that everybody in the late nineties knew and went to, and it was. Uh, is it a horror movie? Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. Is, is it a scream oh. actor? Is he not a, famous, a scream actor? Oh, I was going to say. Okay. So he doesn't have a famous sister. No. Okay. okay. Oh shoot! It's not scream. Nope. Okay, but it is. The I other know one. what you did last summer. Uh huh. Okay, and that is. Oh yeah. What's his name? Um. Ooh. The guy mm-hmm. who oh. was married to the gal. Oh. Oh. And they oh. had a kid, and now he's. Dating his kids. Ryan Phillippe? There you go. There you go. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay, fill fill, well, you want to film the rest of it? Of course, he former. I his ex. Oh, no, his ex. No, his ex is Reese Witherspoon. There you go. That's so what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ava yeah, yeah, yeah. looks just like her. Exactly. So she must have a friend. Exactly. We, so the friend, we don't know this person. We don't know the friend. Okay. Um, Ryan is uh, 48. Uh, his daughter's 23. But filling in the blanket again, this is not the first time we've heard this blind item about uh, Ryan mm. creepily hanging out with some of his daughter's friends. Uh, but Ryan Phillippe uh, is, uh, we can mm. take that first part, is apparently, uh, who has an ex higher on the list, which is Reese Witherspoon, Uh is the actor Ryan is hooking up with one of his children's best friends? Could also be Creepy. their son Deacon. Oh, this is true as well. I guess it didn't. Yeah, they were celebrating Ryan. I just googled. And yeah, he Let's and what... Reese were at uh, Deacon's album release party mm. back in April. There you go. Mm. That's gross. Don't do that. Don't do that. So nasty. God, do you have another one? Oh yeah. The A-list, A-literate director knew what she was doing by not telling this A-list dual threat actress the dress code for a party. She wanted to embarrass the actress. It was such a high school move. This director is turning out to be an awful human being. Uh, Olivia Wilde? A-literate. Oh, A-literate. I'm sorry. A-list. Unless she's Irish. Um... A- Olivia Wilde. Um, <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Okay, so she's an illiterate director. Mm-hmm. Ooh, director. Yeah. I'm thinking of no one. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of movies does she direct? Um. Well, there's a there's there's a big one coming. 
There's a big one a coming. Greta Gerwig. There, there you, you go. go, Barbie. Okay, so oh. now who else do we and need to find? Who else? Uh, someone in the movie. Now the I'll fill, do it again. So uh, this A-list, a-literate director knew what she was doing by not telling the A-minus list dual threat actress the dress code for a party. She wanted to embarrass that actress, and it was such a high school move. This director is turning out to be an awful human being. So who's in the movie? I mean, there are so many people in this movie. It can't be. Um, Barbie, not the she, Barbie uh, Margot girl. Robbie. No, because she's she, beautiful. Uh, she could wear like a robe. She actually is the reason we know about this story because okay. she was chatting with Kelly Clarkson about a Barbie party that they had while <laughs> filming. And this, and this story is in the cast? came up. Yes, this she is in the cast. And how would we know her other than she's B list? You uh, said a uh, long running tele uh, kind of ish long running television show. A lot of TV, a little bit of movies as well for this actress. Oh shoot! Huh? Who is in this damn movie? I, I know <laughs> like all. I'm, all I know is Ryan Gosling and Ice Spice. I think is does part of the music and. Um, yeah, but like everyone, I know, yeah. like you could literally just put them all in this movie. Um, who? So let's. I name. know a lot of people wanted to be in it. Do do do. What kind of TV show did she, you say she was in? Um, just uh, I didn't say anything about that TV show. She was one. She was on the Disney Channel to start things out before uh, getting more popular, and then I think it was a uh, an ABC project, keeping it in the Disney fam. I believe. Yeah, this was a. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Oh gosh. I don't know. What are you googling over there, ma'am? I'm not googling anything. Well, you could at this point. No. Come on. I just was writing hint. down what he said so that I could not ask him again. <laughs> gotta give us a hint. I'm trying to. Oh, um, she was on. the title character, the titular character of this TV show. Oh. Okay. So that so- ran from '06 to 2010. Allie McBeal. No. Wait, you mean like the show had her name? or Her name was the, uh, yes, the character she played is oh, in the, the title. the character she played. Alice. In the 2000s, you ding-a-ling. I know. I just don't want to sit here and just stare. Um, but no, I'm sure we can think of. Okay. The first word, uh, the second word is her name, and the first word is a, an adjective. Go, Alice. Happy, oh, oh. The unth- <laughs> no, it's not Kimmy Schmidt. No. Um, oh gosh, we're really Happy. deep in the weeds here. Her real first name is uh, a country that we live in. United <gasps> States, America, Ferrera. Ferrera. Ugly you got it. There you go. You got her onto it. <laughs> wow. Um, Thanks for pulling that out of your keister, there, Don. Filling in the long, uh, filling in the blanks here for this one. Apparently, Greta Gerwig knew exactly what she was doing by not telling America Ferreira what the dress code was for a party. She wanted to embarrass that actress. Now, what she's referring to, or what uh, this blind item is referring to, is the fact that uh, Margot Robbie opened up that they had this big sexy Barbie party, and sexy. they were oh, all showing up in all their like lingerie, sexy Barbie oh, stuff. God. And then America Ferreira showed up with like her grandmother's like twin like huge oh yes exactly and uh it was apparently an embarrassing moment but they all laughed about it had a good time with it and according to the blind item Greta Gerwig knew exactly what she was doing because she's into high school drama oh my god <sighs> but also was I just, it embarrassing or was it just funny somebody, if somebody invited you to a work party that involved lingerie I'm mm-hmm. just I I think I need a different career yeah I definitely would. I would wear something ridiculous like 
something like the mom. I mean, that just sounds bunch. so <laughs> just extra. Yeah, yeah, but they want to see all the hot bodies. Oh God! They want to see each other's hot bodies and tell each other how hot they are. No, no, thanks. and just have a circle of hot. <laughs> no, thank you. And that's no called a campfire. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on. The mom is now apparently helping with the documentary. She's trying to get the permanent A-list singer to love her sister again and have the same kind of reunion that she did with the mom or that she did with the singer and for it all to be filmed plus the sister could definitely use the cash. Lynn oh, Spears, Lynn, Brittany and Jamie. Oops, Lynn. that was the wrong button. But that's that's the correct oh. button. Nicely done. Well, that fills in all the blanks from the headlines we've been seeing. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, the headlines, of course, that uh, she is saying that they need to uh, get back together, make up with her sister. And again, the blind item is implying that she's trying to uh, get on that bandwagon that Sam Asgari has apparently been working on for a documentary. And that's going to feature some reunion she's had with family and some behind the scenes stuff. Again, pretty terrible if she's uh, being filmed behind the scenes and not it knowing is. anything about it. And plus, Lynn, you just had your one meeting with her. Just slow your roll. Don't start talking about Jamie Lynn because she hates Jamie Lynn. Yeah. Like almost more than but anybody. But she hated her mom. So I don't know. I mean, at this point, it's hard to know what's real and what's not real. It's true. Right? That's like true. there's just so much that keeps coming out. And yet I'm still none the wiser. I honestly have no clue what's really going on. And also, sometimes if we get things out, like anybody, like let's say you have a lot of animosity, we might not do it on the internet, but if you just speak about something and get it out of your body, like blah, 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 I hate my sister. Sometimes that lessens the load mentally and you can, oh, you sure. know, move on. Like she's just like processing with all of us on her she social processes, media. Yes, with everyone, which is my suggestion would be to do that with a therapist instead of on your Instagram. But That's you know, right. who am I to judge? Well, it's part of our job. So. I mean, you know. <laughs> Do you have another one? Sure. Blinded by the items. items. Three of the women who have children with this A-list host have guys they sleep with other than the host, which is why he treats them the worst. Oh, is this Nick Cannon? You're darn right it is. Oh, gosh. Sorry, I should have. Why would, why would he be... So three of out of the baby mamas, mm-hmm. he treats bad because they also sleep with other people. They sleep with other men besides just him. Apparently, it's like, but he expects you know them to you do the all same sleep thing. with just him. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't Come know. Come on, man. He seems so fun and like, like really handles everything well with all the criticism he gets and seems to spend time with his kids. He has a daycare in his office next to his office, but sometimes you hear stuff like this and you're like, oh. Yeah. Don't well, be a you know, bad like guy. any anti lawyer, it could be a little bit of true. It could be a little, you know, extra. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, there you go. That's all I got. Is that all you, you got? Yeah, do you guys happen to well, have I any? think we've got some blind items. Ooh, Dawn, nice. you got yeah. some in your bag? I sure do. Blinded by the item. This nineties pop star just broke up with the rapper who was attached to the billionaire side hustle queen. Was it worth breaking up her long term relationship over? Billionaire side hustle queen. Are you talking about Ken or Kylie? 
Yes, that's one so of them. Tyga. Yes! Just got out of a relationship uh, with, I forget her name. She's blonde. A 90s pop star. That was, uh, um, uh, skater boy, I said, see you later, boy. Yes, Not skater girl. Good enough yeah. for her. Yes. What her, and what's her, her name? name is obviously blonde. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Yay, we got there. You did it. Well, their relationship has uh, fizzled out. Uh, Of course, she kind of was dating. Well, she was dating and engaged to Maud's son, and she ended that relationship abruptly. And then she was seen very quickly with Tyga. Uh, But that looks like it must have been just a fling because they're already done so. Yeah, I saw this headline and I was like, I guess I didn't even know they were together. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah, Mm -hmm. you did. I just didn't care, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because Avril Lavigne, Tygo, I mean, what am I, you know. I've heard some from some people that she's not that nice. Oh, really? Yes. Like who? Um, A record <laughs> rep that used to work oh. with her, and oh. she didn't speak to her for two oh. hours in a limo. Wow. And then every time they rode that's together. That's nice. Yeah, they didn't speak. Because she doesn't speak to anyone that's below her. Oh, well, she must not be speaking a lot because she's very quiet. Yeah, she must be. <laughs> but sometimes that's not a bad thing. Hey, I can just more time, time on my ago. phone. That's true. That was ten years ago. So made me knows? awkward conversation. Like, so do you come here often? <laughs> or hey, they've hey. got Dasani water in here. This I really like them. They, I hope they have something better than Dasani water in a limo. <laughs> I know. Maybe some Lacroix, some Spindrift yeah, for some Fiji. Um, yeah, fresh from the mountains. <laughs> fresh from the island of Fiji. Oh, yes. Uh, all right. So um, you want a blind item? Yeah. I got one for you. Okay. This A-list actor confronted a tenant living on one of his properties <gasps> over claims he'd become close with his wife. What? Oh, I and I would say I would now characterize that as estranged wife. Okay. Oh God, I have a terrible thought in my head that I cannot say. Uh, Don't ask. Why? Because it's the only. It because I mean you can't say those things aloud. People have passed away, and it's impossible. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Who were you thinking? I was just thinking of somebody that would have a tenant on their property, and it's just it's it's a story from the nineties. Would you just spill it? I can't. Why? It's so insensitive. It popped into my head. Insensitive? Yes. It's not possible. And it's the first thing that came to my mind. Mike, do you know what she's talking about? I don't know what she's talking about, but I think I know the blunt. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's just focus on what you just said. Um, So someone that's... Oh, oh. Oh, Brad Pitt? Nope. Because there's that old man. (laughs) Old man. Yeah, no, you're cheating. Yeah, except... Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have a wife. No, he's still, no, he's still no, alive. Oh, God. She's like, you didn't care about being insensitive to that guy. <laughs> I'm over here like, what are you talking about? That's like okay. Michael Jackson or something? Oh, God. What are you talking about? Oh. Oh, that's not insensitive. It sure is. Okay. Honey, think what? about A-list actors. I Mike know. knows who it is. Mike. Yeah. But I'm not. He's but not going to tell you. I don't know for sure if I know what it is, but I think I know what it is. Okay. Well, give me is, a hint or get, get give her a hint and I'll tell um, you if is you know he, what it is. Would this tenant be, did he own like a lot of land spread out in a large area? And that's maybe where. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I will say there's, uh, Do we there's know the one tenant? piece of property in particular 
Mm. You don't know the tenant. Oh, don't know the tenant. Okay. okay. But the one piece of property I didn't know anything about, and it's huge. It's got like all sorts of buildings and a lake. Did we speculate maybe there was some mm-hmm. extracurriculars mm-hmm. with this? Okay. Yeah. And but somebody... not with this guy. No, yes, of course. So what Mike is referring to is that his estranged wife has already, through the blind items, been oh. connected with other people. Taylor Sheridan? No. But it's not Taylor no, Sheridan. No, it's Kevin Costner. There you go. Ah. You know, Kevin, Co- let me fill in the blanks. Kevin Costner confronts a tenant living on his estate over claims he'd become close friends with his wife. Mm. For God's sake, there's a lot going on. Here. So I'll tell you the story that uh, Christine Costner, who it's that's not her last name, right? Isn't it Christine? It's Christine. Something. I don't know. I've never heard of her. I'll before. call her Christine for the purpose of yeah. this article. Apparently, she'd been hanging out with a tech entrepreneur by the name of Daniel Starr. While he was away filming. Now, this is according to The Sun. And um, apparently, the way I read the story, it sounds like he caught on to the fact that this was happening. And then she was like, how dare you be so friendly with me and getting so close to me? Go away, you. Okay. And then Kevin Costner was like, get out of here. Uh-huh. Baumgartner, by the way, is her last Baumgartner, name. Baumgartner, thank you. Christine Baumgartner. Oh, boy. So, I do. I just looked and up he's his... hot. He's okay. I, I mean, mean, if you had this guy living on your property... I don't... I mean... Not your type? Not my type. Okay. Well, good but, news. But, you know, he's, I only see one photo of him where he's turning around and looking over his shoulder. Yeah, I, he's a looker. All right. Thank you for those delicious blind items, Dawn and Mike. We do blind items every day for a whole half hour on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Check the podcast out if you missed any of them. When we come back, celebrity home uh, tours continue. This time we're going to Beyonce and Jay-Z's. We'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.